What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Ugh, I can't believe I was able to sing up that high right now. It wasn't that high. Oh, it felt very high to me. You tried to start it in a key that I was like, I can't do that physically. I really wanted to begin it right at... Um... Happy Halloween! It's time to bob for apples and put needles in candy. What episode is this? It's 90... 90-something. 97! guys... Wow, We're you guys. getting up to our sesquicentennial. What is a sesquicentennial? I don't know. It's like 500 The celebration years of the, the Sasquatch. Mm-hmm, that's exactly right. The Sasquatch, I think it is the, it's the what? 60th. 1,000. 1, 1, 5, 5, 0, 0, 150th. It's oh, your, oh, sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial. Well, happy. Try to break that down. Break what down? Sesquicentennial. I don't want to. Okay. I, don't, I, I mean, I could I sess means 15. <laughs> Qua means zero. And taniel means celebration. Sesqua oh, means one, one and a half. Oh, wow. So we're almost. So I wonder what a 200. Bicentennial. A 200 is a bicentennial. Remember? We were alive for the U.S. bicentennial. Is that true? We were. Wait a minute. When was it? When Columbus <laughs> sailed the ocean blue in 1492. <laughs> and then in 1776. <laughs> no, we weren't alive. Well, I, I was born four years later, and you were born two years later. Oh. It was in 1976. Yes, the was the bicentennial. Was the bicentennial when everyone was bi that year. In 1976, to, people loved bisexuals. 1976, loved. absolutely. Everyone was by. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I won't believe you. Your parents are lying. They were by. Everyone you know oh was by. Somebody came they up were to alive. me at the we Guggenheim weren't. today while I was looking at yeah. Hilma. AF. As Clint. Clint. <laughs> I really, like my big running gag for it is, I am feeling Hilma AF. Spirit made me doodle. It's really it. Af Clint. I am feeling Hilma AF. Wait, let me AF. be Swedish and do it. Hilma af Klint. Wow, wow, wow. Hilma wow. af Klint. Oh, AF wasn't some initials for the in between her name? It might be, but I don't think so. Hilma Alexandria Falafel. Falafel Clint. Yep. Okay, wait. So I'm at the, I'm at the Guggenheim. I'm yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. Maplethorpe uh-huh. photographs. And then. What? Yeah, there's a whole Maplethorpe thing. Oh, in the other, in the permanent, in the mm-hmm. perma collection? You off to the side, high up. I don't know. It doesn't know. matter. Whatever. This girl comes up to me. And she's yeah. like, so she's really like, I'm sorry to bother you, but mm. she was and did like, you say, I'm sorry too. She was like, are you Jack Bartleby's brother? And in my mind this is what I thought. We're not brothers. <laughs> I was like, we just have a podcast together. <laughs> Yay! I was thinking today, I was thinking about your, because everyone, in case you're just tuning into this episode, Reed has a brother named Jack. And I couldn't figure it out. I forgot she was like, about Do you, yeah. Are you Jack Bartleby's brother? I was like, it's not that deep. It's not that, it's just a podcast. We're just friends. We're just, we're thank just, you for being like, a listener. <laughs> No, and then she was like, I know your brother and Maria. And I was like, okay, I get right. it now. When I she said it. Maria, and you're like, oh, Maria. Because I was thinking about Maria today for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. I was thinking about. She's coming to the show Sunday. <gasps> uh, 
I love that. Maria comes to the show. Yeah, I'm coming to the show on Sunday. Listeners, by the time you've heard this, Reed's show will be going up. It'll be going up. Two days later. Yeah, it'll be going up two days later. Crooked. Um, I just did a show. You did? Oh, I can't wait. You wouldn't tell me. You withheld. I really withheld until we were on the podcast, because if we talked about it while we were eating, then... I can't believe Oliver has dark brown hair. I've never seen anything It's almost black. He has beautiful natural blonde hair. Well, I didn't see that. What I saw was this dyed black brown hair. Wow. It's like when Madonna got black brown hair. Why'd she I do mean, that? She's done that so many times. And but also that's like more her natural hair color, you she know. She doesn't do it anymore, does she? Because she's too old. Oh, she just did this like I think it's a wig. And wow, I really had a hard time saying that's wig okay. in that moment. I wanted to say weave, but I was like, it's not, it's a wig. And um, it's black. It's for that thing she's doing now. I don't want to talk about it. It depresses me too I don't much. I care. Madame X. Yeah, Super I know. Super yawn. So it made it got it made you almost go to sleep, but you brought her up first. I did. You really did. Um, I I went to Austin, and all I packed were all of my pills. Um, Do you ever play that game in the car? I went to Boston, and on. And I packed... An apple. Right. And then I have to be like, I went to Boston and I packed, and on my way or whatever you'd say, I don't know how it goes, I I packed packed an apple and a pen. And then I... Oh, I have to go alphabetical order. I just did. Apple, pen. What? Oh, I get it. You mean like I have to go like B, C, D. I thought, because I was still like A A comes before P. Wow. But I'm going to skip half the alphabet. Why not? And then you can just throw in anything and it's like still do it alphabetically and speed it up. Do you know what I mean? If it's A, B, C, it's like some. A, P, Z. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. It's a very difficult memory game. Oh, and the airport coming back today, there were all these kids just on the airplanes, kids just screaming and screaming. On the plane. Oh, yeah, on the plane, in the airport. Did you have video screens? Yeah, I can't wait to tell you about the movies I watched. Ah! um, Austin. Austin, Austin, Austin. Loved it. How was the weather? Warm. It was nice. What, What was your hotel? I stayed in Airbnb. Whoa. They put us in an Airbnb. Was it, it was fine? Uh, it was okay. Yeah, sometimes it's bad. It's, it was, I think I would have rather been in a hotel. It was in a nice part of town, but like on an incredibly busy street or road called Enfield. And it's like, it's just was loud. Did you have we a were car? Um, no, I just took lifts everywhere. Okay. We... You know, just when you and I recorded last, I felt like I was getting sick. And then I got to Austin. I was like, Grant Walquist wrote, like, I mean, this incredible writing on Moma May. And he wrote an incredible writing. Oh, this, this. what an incredible writing. <laughs> <laughs> I love good writings. Do you know what I mean? We have so many friends who have done such beautiful writings on your work. (laughs) (laughs) So embarrassing. I'm going to interject and say you should all look at Gus Solomon's writing on the um, Cunningham event because it's very nice. And at the very end, he he there's a paragraph where he's like, towards the end, Reed Bartleby and Sarah Mearns came on stage together. End of thought. (laughs) <laughs> truly no comment just it happened 
It happened, and we'll be seeing more and more of the two together. <laughs> Anyhow, Grant wrote this really uh, great analysis of Momame and the work, and it was the first... I, when I got in, I was given the, the book for Fusebox, and I read that, and that was... I was like, oh, I, I'm so ready to do this show. And then um, I went to Ballet Austin, and I met... I didn't meet Stephen Mills, but I, I met Stephen Myers, who deals with programming there. Mm. And um, rehearsed it in and felt psychotic. Mm-hmm. And because I changed a lot in the show. Mm-hmm. I put in stuff from Desire and I put in stuff from Everything is Imaginable. So the show just took a much darker turn. Okay. Is that end. why people in the photos in the audience look miserable? They weren't miserable. <laughs> they, they were into it. Okay. I got, it was, I felt... Out of the places, out of, you know, the two places I've taken my work in the world. Nebraska. Um, I've been to a few places, but it, not a lot. Uh, I felt um, that it felt like a very New York audience, quite frankly. Wow. Well, Austin's cool. It was really cool. People Did you were eat really the cool. food? Um, yeah. Did you have queso? You mean cheese? It's a dip? <laughs> Yeah, well, quesos where it's like melted with stuff in it, like yeah, um, yeah, I know peppers or something. Yeah, yeah, no, we didn't do that. No, um, we did a couple cute restaurants, I think. But I really, you know, I was, I was more talking and meeting people and having those experiences. And then Oliver's so wonderful, love obsessed, love so great. He did such a great job acting fully shocked each time. Really, you believed yeah, yeah. it, Jeremy? Did you believe it? Yeah, it was really good. And, good job, um, Oliver. And then other dancers from Ballet Austin came. I made some jokes about Ballet Austin. I called it Austin Ballet, Ballet Austin, while I was introducing him as. <laughs> I was like, oh, and oh yeah. So your name is Oliver Kramer Green here at Austin Ballet, and <laughs> um, that was one of the jokes. That's a good and, joke. Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a few really good jokes in there. I I love working at Ballet Austin and making costumes there. Please have me back. I don't know how, but have me back. I well, I we should go and set a piece on them, and you should make the costumes for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dance and stuff should start setting pieces on companies, and you make the costumes, and I'll do the lights. They have this like amazing disgruntled wardrobe guy, Alexei, who's just like he used to be a dancer, and he's um, is he from Russia? Uh huh. And he he's like really cold and stern, and then he make like. When you give him a task, it's always done perfectly. That's nice. Love that. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. After I did the last show, I became totally sick. Like, really, really sick. And now today I feel fine. I just needed to get it out. Yeah. The show just needed to happen. And it was really draining. And I don't know when I will do that show again. It's a lot to do. I need to make something fun. I want to do something fun and joyful. Or just sit in a chair. Oh, I mean, except... <laughs> no, you should just do, like, Spalding Gray performances where you just sit at a table and read words. I don't think those were very fun or joyful. I mean, you know... And yet, rich HBO specials. Well... Also dead. Yeah. Well... From himself. My mom used to give him shiatsu. I, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Read. Your mom... It's a shiatsu massage you know therapist. That. I do not you know, know that. that. When I was a no, child, I don't know she that, got Reed. certified in shiatsu massage therapy and then she'd have clients to the house. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. We've never talked about that. When we lived in the city. 
you never told me she was a shiatsu massage oh, yeah, therapist. Oh, yeah, she is. And if I had, like, a, you know, a stuck neck or whatever, she'd fix it as a child. Torture me. Absolute torture. Pain. But then it would be better. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. She How literally did she know looked, Spalding Gray? You know, like, New York, whatever. Right. You know, New, yeah, she yeah, knew yeah. everybody. Yeah. Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum, whatever. They all knew They'd everybody. come over to the house no! and get shiatsu. <laughs> no. My mom didn't have famous friends, but uh-huh. she, like, you know, had famous clients through her retail stuff or, oh okay yeah okay um anyhow i was in austin this morning and now i'm back here it's really wild and tomorrow i'm so t- fucking tired aren't you tired i'm r- literally running on the re- no Nothing. reserves i'm like when you when you desperately need toothpaste but it's completely empty and then you take like a rolling pin and start pushing it from the bottom have you ever done that not a rolling pin but i've certainly used like the back of my comb uh uh-huh. mm-hmm I've just like folded it over and over again, just pressing and pressing. But that you still leave some behind that way. You have to massage it up to the top. Got to massage it out. Yeah, it's like milking a cow or like jerking off your boyfriend. Whoa, (laughs) with the back of a comb. Yeah, with the back of a comb. (laughs) Hot tip. Hot tip. (laughs) Springs arrived. Get the back of your combs out. Use a warm stone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you watched? Oh, I'm going to talk about the movies. I can't wait. I watched A Star is Born. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now we can actually talk about it. Um, I thought Lady Gaga did a really good job. Exactly. And didn't I say to you, I'm sure she did, when you said she did did a great job. You did say that. You did, you did. And she gave the performance I thought she'd give. I really was like, I think I know what it's going to be. It was was surprisingly natural. I can't go... Okay, yes, for what maybe you'd think of for her. Sure. Um, I thought she did a really great job. Um, there were things in the movie that I was like, well, okay. Oh, most of um, And <laughs> they say freaking a lot. They really freaking. are always like, you're freaking and you're freaking, freaking this and freaking that. Well, in the, I watched an incredible movie called Widows. And they oh, said on American Airlines. all the time. Oh, on American Airlines. I was on Delta. Oh, wait, okay. And someone said fuck on during Widows like numerous times. I want to see Widows. It is. That's Incredible. the movie. You loved. Yeah. You lo- Did you watch too? You loved. Yeah. Okay. I, so it's just widows, like Widows murdering. Um, no. Their husbands get murdered. Yeah. Well, Jeremy okay. doesn't really know what's happened at this point. You didn't actually, finish? Because he, didn't, he decided to watch. Oh. Um, this movie that I was kind of peering over his shoulder while he was watching it. Oh, Ben is back. <gasps> With um, Lucas Hedges. Yeah, Jeremy I was watching I can't get enough that. of Lucas Hedges. Really? Controversial, but I can't get enough of him. I really huh. like looking at him on screen. Huh. He looks like David Halberg's little brother. Oh, okay. I didn't want to watch that movie. Um, another movie, oh, this movie, I couldn't believe. Was it was pretty shocking. Vox Lux. You watched with Natalie it. Portman. It was hard. It was. It was. You couldn't. It's kind of hard to watch. Right. It was. Um, School shooting. Term. Well, that you don't see that happen. You just see a little girl who's. I mean, she's been shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Maria Dizzy is in the beginning of it as the teacher who is about to instantly be killed as soon as you see her. Um, <laughs> And then Natalie Portman has, like, this kind of accent in it that was sort of strange. I didn't quite understand. Where is she supposed to be from? Uh, you know, the movie, it was... 
Well, we only have school shootings in the United States, so... Oh, yeah. This she's is, from the United States. Maybe she's from New Hampshire. I don't know. I mean, also, there was, like, a voiceover from... Um, the movie had this voiceover by Willem Dafoe. Weird. Where he's sort of narrating it as if it's kind of more in, like, a epic... It's like... Um, tragedy sort of Shawshank thing. Redemption. Mm, I can't remember that movie well enough. Anyhow, I was really, I was really, Vox Lux was on the way when I was feeling more sick. So I was really in and out watching that one, but I was kind of like, meh. Um, loved Widows. I'm going to come back to that. That was really good. I really uh, felt like the, all the, the four main women all could have been nominated for an Oscar as far as I'm concerned. And yet, and yet. They weren't. Well, how, it's an action film. How ultimately. about, um, I mean, Colin Farrell. How about Bradley and, Cooper's body? Yeah. It's it, that makes no sense. Made no that, sense. Like this alcoholic, like someone smashing up cocaine with a boot. Yeah, I mean that part. Maybe you could get a body like that. Actually, if you're doing enough blow, but the whole like drunkardness thing, um, leather Drunk, face drunkardness. Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. I thought you said John Gurdiness, and I was like, I don't know that. I you know, John Gurdiness. Well, when John <laughs> Gurdiness makes that appearance as the you know the manager, the thing, something I didn't like about it. I like the brother. Sure. Yeah, you freaking. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Maybe they're all saying fucking. I hope so. Um, let me know if you actually got to see it in a movie theater. I think they said fuck. Oh, okay. Well, I watched it on um, JetBlue. And were they screaming fuck at each other? I can't recall, but I, I would hope so. It was just really intense because of the part where the two brothers are like screaming at each other after like, you sold dad's land to turn it into windmills or whatever. And um, he's like, you're freaking, 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 freaking. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're saying freaking because I was really looking at their mouth and it looked like they were giving an FR. Was that guy nominated for a uh, supporting actor? Yeah, I think I he was. So. Yeah. Um, what I didn't like about it, well... The main thing I didn't like about it was that in her trajectory, it made it seem like she was kind of dumb. Like, that she starts doing these pop songs and... Oh, uh, yeah. And that they, are, that they are like, boy, why you gotta have that ass? I know. And then, and it, where she had these other songs, and then she's like, well, this is my music now. And I was like, this doesn't... Like, she had this thing where she's like, I don't want to lose me in the beginning when right. the managers... And then next, all of a sudden, you see her and, like, her hair is dyed and she's thinking, boy, why you gotta have that ass? Yeah, that was or weird. Or whatever. That was weird. And it, it, like, spun it in this way that it was as if she just sort of, like, lightly glided into um, uber fame by singing uh, songs that weren't her own lyrics or something like that. Yeah, it, it was, was confusing. That, so I didn't like that part. It got felt... Well, I'm telling you. The whole second half of the movie is like, just no thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, anyhow, and I wasn't, I didn't like feel moved or anything. Guess what I watched? I don't know. I watched four episodes of The Act. The Act. Are you obsessed? I'm not. But here's what? The, I really like it, but wow. um, I think it's hard that, I mean, everybody's already knows the story of the documentary yeah. and that's why they tell you what's going to happen and when it starts. Right. But I kind of wish they did it, you know? Oh, well, we all know what was going to happen. I think it's okay to start with that there's been, it doesn't say that the mom's been killed by the, 
Oh, I guess the detectives yeah, commented on her. Yeah. With her back stabs. Uh-huh. But yes, Joey King is exceptional. Patricia Arquette's amazing. Did you get to Chloe the part Sevigny. yet with. You knew it. Where Joey King with her teeth? Oh, of course. And where she gets the extractions? Yeah. And wakes up? Yeah. That. I mean, that But acting, here's what I have to say. I mean, yeah. when, when you said that in the last episode, and then I was waiting for, like, <clears throat> her to get put under while they're saying, like, oh, now we're going to, like, remove your heart or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But they were just taking her teeth out because they had to. I don't know that they had to take those teeth out. You think they are just doing it because? I think the mom, you know, the mom had many things done to her that she didn't need to have done. Yeah, but why would a dentist take the teeth out if they didn't need to come out? Because the mother could say it's like coming, it's they're fully rotted from acid reflux instead of it being some sort of sugar disorder and you just do like fluoride or something. They were know? rotted out. They were falling out of her mouth. I don't know. It was, that scene was more effective when she was in the bathroom and one of her teeth came out she pulled it out well it like kind of just fell out well she She was was like like, and then the saliva and i was like that's exactly what it's like has that happened to you no well when you're a little kid (laughs) you know but when things are really painful or scary like you salivate a lot that is true i but this show i'm still obsessed with it i think it's incredible are you done is it over no it's how can it not be over i don't know how many episodes um i feel impatient with it huh but well, I also feel you and I have different patient viewings with TV. Mm. Like, I, I, I think I prefer something that has like a kind of slower crawl to it. If it's building a kind of actor tension, I feel that this story is a movie, and it's not a, you know, ten episode series. I'm just so into the intricacies of watching these people act with each other. And do you think the neighborhood they lived in really was like a sad Edward Scissorhands neighborhood? This kind of cul-de-sac, what have you? With like pink, yellow, green, blue, like that. I don't know. Hard to say. I don't know. I'm really into the design of the whole the show. The design's great. The kitchen mm-hmm. scenes, the it's blender. Really it's great. Yeah. Um, Joey King, Joey King. She's so incredible. I just can't get enough. Um, I watched <clears throat> Mary Poppins. Returns. <laughs> Why? Because people were like, this is really good. <laughs> Who says? Uh, just people were posting and being like, you've got to love it. I, um, and I, but I did remember reading a review of someone who said something. I can't remember what it was like, but she compared it to the Antichrist. I, it has beautiful clothes, right? Yeah. I was more sort of curious about no. watching people. Says no. I don't know. They're just period pieces. I like... Uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, I like Emily Blunt. I like her too. I like Emily Blunt, and so I liked watching her sing songs and dance around. Okay. You know, I did like Into the Woods, and I liked her. You know who I liked in Into the Woods? Did you ever see Into the Woods? Yeah. Um, James Corden? Nope. The woman from Pitch Perfect? Anna Kendrick as Cinderella? So interestingly... How would I've I never understood it? I was also like, you know, I doubt this, but when she did steps on the palace, uh-huh. I felt something in that part. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. She she acted it well. She's like, you know, it's, oh God, put me in a Sondheim musical, Gypsy, really. Um, mm. Did I watch anything else? Oh, I scrubbed through Mary Queen of Scots. Oh my God, I watched that. 
Oh, wow. You watched the whole thing? With Aunt Jane. It's yeah. so boring. How did you watch the whole thing? It's actually, like, so... It's not boring because it's so bad. Um, it was so bad. It's so bad. I was really like, what's going on and stuff? Yeah, but Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie are, like, oddly captivating. Well, I think that they are captivating performers. Yes. I think that's why they're famous. And then there's that scene where they disembowel the gay guy. And I was like, this movie is now psychotic. I really, the part when Margot Robbie got the pox, I watched that part twice. (laughs) When I did rewind to watch the, like, because I loved thinking of her sitting in the makeup chair. And and also that their boyfriend's like, I'm going to love, Dudley is like, I'm just going to love you anyway. And she's like, has all those like latex pimples all Ugh. over her face and she's wearing um, my cheesecloth. Fa- my favorite thing when she gets really sad is when she starts obsessively quilling that like curled paper art. Oh yeah. And she's just quilling up a storm and I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was too long. Do you know what I mean? I really wish that I, w- it was a movie where I feel like if they could have compressed all, all of it into 15 minutes, I would have been like, wow. Did you watch the scene where they meet at the end and they just talk through like oh, at the transparent barn? sheets for a while? You mean at the, at the, the bar and the stables <laughs> yeah. thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she like takes off her wig and. Amazing. Uh, I liked, you know, Margot Robbie's aging transitions in the end. Like that's, you just see her walking down this hall and like you're, it's like, she's going into the phases of Elizabeth. Mm. But you know what? Kate <clears throat> Blanchett, she's really at Kate Blanchett as Elizabeth in the first one really Does was incredible. Does she go through that whole aging pox she, situation? No, they, she, what she does, <laughs> I'm sure she... She's she, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, she had it in her rider. I have she to was be beautiful like, always. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm but. sure Margot Robbie, when the director told her about the thing, was like, I'm going to win an Oscar because I'm going to have a prosthetic nose and lose my hair on screen. Everyone knows. Um, but didn't happen. Didn't. It was wasn't too, even on. So bad. It was really harosh. All of, also, well, I don't know if this is okay to say, but what are you going to say? The the way that they cast it, like in this sort of fantasy way of having like people of all colors, and I was like, oh. um, really? Maybe. I don't know history, but. I would be surprised. Well, and also that they were like noble people as if we yeah. lived in some sort of like strangely utopian place that yeah. wasn't actually, in, you know, completely xenophobic and terrifying and right. like worse than it is now. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, well, I mean, maybe, maybe that's important. Maybe that's how you get a movie made these days. I don't think that's how you get a movie made these days, <laughs> but I think that they were being conscious about it. And I think it was sort of a thing that. If you wanted to, like, go into more of a, you know, this is, we're sort of, what it did was sort of say, who's telling you this story right now? And so it was kind of, it made me want it to then just be, like, directed by Sofia Coppola and, like, have it be all, right. like, Let's have them in, contemporary music. In, like, Converse with buckles, you know? I was, I'd be fine with them still being in the period costume. Like, think of Marie Antoinette. Do you ever see that? Yeah. Like there is a scene with wrong, a lot of incorrect costume stuff in that movie. Someone wears Converse and Marie There's Antoinette. There's like a sneakers I don't think thing. So. Look it up, Jeremy. Jeremy's nodding yes. Oh well. Oh well, whatever. Anyhow, incorrect. Oh, by the way, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. I listened to our last episode. Uh huh. And I was humiliated at how much I say like. 
So you just keep an eye on that. And you, why don't you ding a ding, ding a dong every time I do it? Every time you say like? Yeah. Unless I say I like you. Or this apple was like a... Pear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ever had an apple like a pear? Often. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're actually quite similar. <laughs> Although I, I would take a pear over an apple any day. Me too. It's sort of like, ooh, special. Yeah. Apples are like, okay. Apples, I'm not into them. Do you know what I mean? I, when I was younger, I was into them because I was told that the seeds had arsenic in them and it was good for you to eat that. Because you were trying to kill yourself. No, I was just trying to live forever. And I felt like arsenic would just like preserve me or something. No, incorrect. Yeah, if you take a lot of arsenic, it preserves you. Check it out. Hot tip. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just kidding. If you're a child listening to this, God knows why. Did I ever tell you You'll die from too much arsenic. Drew Jacoby's outgoing message when we were at PMB was uh, you'd call her Uh phone. Uh We did have flip phones at the time or stick phones or whatever those were called. Little block, little bricks. And she would be like, hello? You'd be like, Drew, can I come over tonight and we can get fingers, chicken fingers at Trader Joe's? And she'd be like, can you hold on a second? And you'd be like, yeah. Okay. And then like four seconds later, she'd be like, just kidding. <laughs> Please leave a message. And I would be like, I'd fall for it every time. Like every, so but hadn't stupid. you heard it a couple of times? 50 times. Wow. Like a goldfish read. Yep. Truly you are. I am. Um, Her timing was perfect. My favorite outgoing message was some queen when I was like, you know, still in high school. And, but this person's <gasps> outgoing message, they were like some older queen. And I'm going to go, sorry, I can't come to the phone now. I'm doing the dishes. <laughs> That's incredible. And I really liked that one. Uh, I thought that one was really good. Now I want a new outgoing message. Um, yeah, what would your new outgoing message be? Well, Leave you know that's, how our, that's where our song came from. Oh, yeah. What was the, where did it go? What's going on with you and stuff? What's going on with you and stuff? What's happening with you and stuff? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with you and stuff? Was that her outgoing message? Yeah, and Laurel and Drew and I spent two hours trying to record it because we were pissing our pants so hard. Just laughing and laughing. Laughing and laughing. Um, what else? My Guggenheim show. Oh yeah, you're going to do your Guggenheim Harriet show. Harriet and I have uh, the uh, something, we have a show at the Guggenheim. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That is it. That is it. And uh, Christopher Williams and Neta Yerushalmi are doing um, pieces, both interpreting music from Daphnis and Chloe or interpreting ideas around the Institute for the Study of the Ancient Worlds exhibit called Hymn to Apollo about the Ballet Russe's relationship to ancient Greek themes, ancient Mediterranean themes, excuse me. And and, uh, come on down. How long is it? In one hour. All right. In and out. All right. There you One go. hour. There you go. The two pieces are only each like 12 to 15 minutes. Well, what happens the rest of the time? Tacking. Oh, man. You like to hear me talk. I do. I do. Tacking. What are you going to talk about? I don't know. Linda Murray's going to ask questions. Head of the dance division at the library. Oh, there you go. Um, Probably mm. like ballet ruse and design and collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, bon Appetit has been great these days. Carla Lolly Music has been making great things and good jokes. 
She made a a delicious looking egg souffle dish the other day. Have, yeah. a, have a look. It's like a big egg pancake, but super puffy. Jeremy made some really great egg souffles when we were upstate. What? Yeah, it was wild. Jeremy does not believe you. You put it in that thing, and then it rose up, and we, like, cut into it, and it was an egg souffle. Do you mean, like, a quiche? Quiche? Wasn't it, like, a souffle, Jeremy? He can't talk, but it was, <laughs> so it was, like, a quiche. It looked like a was souffle. Was it a frittata? <clears throat> so it was in a, in a, look at it, look. Uh-huh. The dish was this deep. That's very deep. It was really deep. Okay. And then you would, it, like, puffed up. But what was like, in it? Like, really, pr- eggs. Just. And stuff. Like Excuse me. mushrooms. Excuse me. Mushrooms. Excuse me. Mushrooms. Keep going. Bacon. Okay. Cheese. Was it a strata? A quiche? A frittata? I'm naming all the puffed egg baked <laughs> dishes. <laughs> um, oh, God. What's the thing you hate most on an airplane? Mm. You know what mine is? Uh, coughing. Oh my god, coughing and sneezing. Yeah. Um, my least favorite thing are I. I hate to say it, but I get a little freaked out when there's loud babies, like oh, yeah. babies crying. And I know it's not their fault, and it's like nothing. No one can do anything about it because it's like it's just stressful. It's stressful. It's just stressful. That weirdly, for whatever reason, doesn't bother me that much. We had um, really severe turbulence. I don't like sitting next to people who um, aren't as concerned about the armrest as I am. Like if you imagine this, imagine this, you're they sitting up the whole armrest. No, you're sitting in a middle seat uh-huh. and you sit That's down and the person sitting in the window seat has the armrest up uh-huh. and they boarded before you. So now you're responsible for putting the armrest down and you uh-huh. think, how in the world did you sit down and not put the armrest down? Did you think that we were going to touch shoulders or touch upper arms during this flight? Absolutely not. But then Absolutely. if you both put your arm on the armrest, you are going to touch. We're not. Um, I will keep my arms strapped to my body to avoid such a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I sat in the middle on the way back. We sat in the very last row. And <laughs> in the back of the plane, which was a decision Can't that there's no reclining in the back row, which was a decision that I made for both lags of it because I didn't want anyone to sit behind me and call both lags. <laughs> <laughs> both, both lags. lags I sat in the very very back row, <laughs> all the way in the back. I couldn't even recline, but I just needed to be away from people. I need them to cough a front of me, then, a front, and then the whole a whole family sat. In the row in front of us and across from us as well, like, you know, kind of how it goes. All of them were coughing and sneezing, like, really terribly <laughs> the whole way. The whole way. Were you, were With you, a child that was, you, like, five, like, ah, ah, Were you ah. kissing at them? Were you like, I said, stop it. Shut the fuck up. And, you and didn't. this woman went, excuse me. I said, stop it. Stop coughing like that. Jeremy, did he? No, oh. no, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> but you know why I think I, I became a little under the weather was because when I came to the Cunningham thing, there was a woman sitting behind me who was like, that's, eh, that's eh, why. And then she It wasn't exhaustion, twice. stress, anxiety. <laughs> it was because of that one old woman who coughed near you. 
<laughs> yeah. And it makes me mad. It makes me damn mad. Absolutely damn mad. Absolutely. I'm so absolutely damn mad this spring. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just damn mad about it. Let me tell you what. I'm not taking it anymore. And I won't take it. I won't oh, take it. One time I was, one time. I was in the Alberta Ballet. Not one time. One three, time I was in the Alberta Ballet. I was there for three years. Let me tell you what. Uh-huh. Calgary. Uh-huh. And uh, there was an Australian girl in the company named Kelly. Only there my first, or my first and second, I don't recall. <laughs> we danced together a bit. She was tall. I had gorgeous legs. Gorgeous. Uh-huh. And um, one time this guy, Patrick, was really goading her, bothering her. And uh, suddenly just she erupted and was so loudly just what should. She said, she said, stop it. I won't stand for it. (laughs) I won't? I won't stand for it. Where was she from again? Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Did everyone laugh? Well, but or not, because maybe she was being like harassed. She she was upset. But then. Won't. I won't. I won't stand for it. I won't stand for it. Um. Oh, that was something that was so annoying in Mary Poppins was like... Accents. Oh, my God. But weren't they all British? But they're... The actors? Yeah. No. Lin-Manuel is in it. Oh, no. Um, He plays... I'm sorry. Um, No, I can't do it. They're making it in the Heights movie. I'm so sure. I don't know any (laughs) songs or music. good idea i'm not kidding i don't know what it's about i don't know anything about it but it has to be terrible (laughs) and then he's somehow involved in the little mermaid somehow involved in the little mermaid what do you mean somehow he wrote hamilton who else like who else would do it isn't that enough can he just take his pulitzer and his peabody and his tony and just like go to sleep no. Okay. Global domination. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, I don't, because he's helping rewrite things in The Little Mermaid, you know, for what? I don't what, know. What was imperfect about the, it's absolutely flawless. <laughs> I don't know if you recall the movie that changed all of our eight-year-old and nine-year-old lives. Is absolutely flawless. As a young child singer, that movie fulfilled all of my inner desires. Did you think you wanted to be Ariel? I absolutely wanted legs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I could dream of nothing better. I'm so hot. Aren't you warm? I feel okay. Oh my God. It's summer now. I know. Well, I'm wearing this like weird kind of like sweatshirt t-shirt thing. Gear and gear, I watched it in the Guggenheim at 
eight ten. It was almost. It was like there was a gl- glimmer of light outside. And when you left the Guggenheim tonight, yeah. who else was in it who's not British? Maybe that was that. Because there was Ben Wishaw mm, and then I, I Emily Mortimer. Like, I don't. I'm not into Ben Wishaw. I know you're not, but I like it. Okay, I like it. Do you see that really sad one where he had the cute boyfriend who got killed in a box? London spy. He was killed in a box. He was found in a box? Oh, okay. He was dead. (laughs) And something weird, like his eyes were bulged out. It was really scary. Uh, And I, for like 10 episodes, was like, it wasn't him. It was, that wasn't him. He has to still be alive. No. No. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, No, it's just not my thing. I don't know why, whatever. Um, It's a kind of like... It might be something around sincerity or something with a kind of how are the kids acting you know whatever fine okay um oh and i want to say it's victor garber who's in it but i think mm, i'm wrong can't be it's you know i walked past him in the hamptons when i was home at christmas i love victor and he 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 you know he was warm yeah. I met Victor when I was 18 at Williamstown. He's always been very nice to me. Mm. Um, so handsome. Remember him in Titanic? Of course. Uh, incredible. Hat watching him. What do you do? He adjusted that clock and then it just fell right off the mantle. I don't remember that part. Um, he designed the ship. Oh, wow. He designed it. What a failure. What a failure. What a failure. Loser. I remember um, that was the first movie where I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom during this movie. It's too long. It was very long. And I'd never left a movie to go to the bathroom before. I was 18. And I was like, cool. Look, I can just leave. You were eight? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I was 18 when yeah. it came out. You were 16. Mm. Uh-huh. Correct. That's right. I was in my senior year of high school. And I went at the mall in Traverse City. Where I saw Romeo and Juliet. And this was my thought while I watched it. I thought, wow, if Kate Winslet were to sing, she would sound like Celine Dion. I was like, how perfect. That was my thought. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make sense? No. So I watched this whole movie, right? (laughs) And I'm listening to Kate Winslet talk. She's talking in the whole movie. Uh And then at the very end... My heart will go on in the credits. Sure. Uh-huh. And I thought that sounds exactly like what Kate Winslet would sound like if she sang that song. It doesn't at all. <laughs> Kate Winslet has a British accent. <laughs> Celine no, Dion. she has an American accent in the movie. But okay. <laughs> I but I can like remember her voice and it doesn't sound like Celine Dion's sort of like mercury bubbly okay, listen voice. To, listen to this. Uh-huh. So listen to this, Jack, Jack. Okay, now listen uh-huh. to this. Every time in my dreams, but like that's still your voice. Both of those were your voice. That's cheating. That's what. No, but I do like picturing you leaving the theater and saying her lines and then singing the song and being like, "Wow, you know, what we're going to do same. after this. We're uh, going to watch an her excerpt. talk, and then we're going to listen to that song." I am absolutely sure that you know. No Look, way. I was fully inside of my vocal practice at the time. You really? were. I was about to have my senior recital at Interlochen. How? What did you sing for your senior okay, recital? Okay, oh, here's here we go. This this is going to really bore the pants off everybody. I sang three 
Italian art songs, followed uh. by three French art songs, oh. followed by two British art songs, oh. followed by an aria from The Marriage of Figaro. Wow. Did you have to sip some water in between all that? Yeah, I did. it was a joint recital with Joe Mann. So oh. I would do three, he would do three, I would do three, I would do three. You know, we had little chunks. Oh, we should go to Interlochen again. Yeah, it's weird. They don't they don't invite me to teach anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joseph. Oh my God, Joseph. We should go back and have Joseph on the podcast. Should we text Joseph as soon as we're done recording this and be like, hey, thinking of you, send a photo of us. Yeah, we'd love to come and do six months of podcast recording at Interlochen. Oh my God, can you imagine if we were at Interlochen and all we were doing was just recording one episode once a week and then the other time we were taking class and walking by the lake, kicking leaves. Yeah, and then Jeremy would have studio space and we would do whatever we wanted. And if they asked us to do like, can you come in and talk to the kids about, you know, back zip closures or whatever, I'd be like, absolutely. And if they were like, Jack, can you teach kids how to cry? I'd be like, duh. Or if they were like, Reed, can you come and teach kids how to hang over their legs for an hour and a half? I'd be like, of course. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. I did love being there. And making that show a long time ago. Um, ladies and gentlemen, other, please make sure that you uh, watch and subscribe to the uh, dance and stuff. Thank show. you, Aunt Jane, for buying so many tote bags. Buy the tote bags as well. So yeah. go to YouTube, dance and stuff show, watch and subscribe there. And then, Paris pink, Nebraska gold, New York black. That's for the tote bags, which you can order on our website, which is danceandstuff.com. Yeah. Okay, we loves you. Okay, we loves you. Bye. Bye. Wait. What? Room tone.